Hello and welcome to the Networking Lab. I'm your host, Jamie Stewart from Circle Networks. Are you ready to scale your business in order to earn more and work less? In this podcast, I share insights and interviews with real business owners to reveal what's working for them to help you leverage time and your network to improve your life and business. Am I nervous? That's a good question, that isn't it? Am I? I'm nervous about this. Are you? Yeah. So we're live. Yes. Jamie, welcome. Thank you for joining me this morning. Um, I mean, look, we're not doing a hide and speak. We're actually here to talk about your Circle Networks live event. And let's just talk about the nerves for a second. How are you feeling about it? Because well, obviously we're co-hosting together, right? And I think it's going to be an amazing event. But I am a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. So. When I do things like this with other people, yeah, I don't really get I don't really get nervous. When really? it's about me and my stuff, the nerves kick in. Well, the spotlights are on you, aren't they? This is the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's, like, um, it's all about you and your product and what you're putting out there to the world. It's getting worse. <laughs> I can feel it in my stomach now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Jamie, um, tell me about Circle Networks Live. What is it? What you know. 18th September is the date to be in Birmingham, my neck of the woods. So, of course, you'd want to be there. But talk to me about it. What is Circle Networks Live? So let me give you a bit of background before that, um, because I think it's relevant. In my career, I've run a lot of big events. Um, I I used to run a big company. We used to put on events at the NIA in Birmingham. We'd have 5,000 people at these events. They were big. And I had a fear of public speaking before I got involved with that company. Really? And I ended up being on the stage in front of 5,000 people. And I must have done seven years, three events a year. Did about 21 of those events. Wow. 2021. Hosting um, them? Yes. Yeah. Organizing, hosting, everything. The, yeah. But what was different was it wasn't my money. Yeah. It, it was a company. So we would spend £300,000 on a conference. Yeah. And it was just in the budget. Right. It was just the number. Didn't really yeah. think about it. But Well, it's also not just your money. So to interrupt, it's not just your money, is it? It's your baby. You know, Circle Networks is your blood, sweat and tears. Yes. You know, this is your brand. This is your business. This is something that you have worked really hard on. And now Circle Networks Live is like the next kind of natural progression. Yes. You know, yes. in the growth of the business, isn't it? So, you know. So I, I, want, I wanted to do something. So we've been, we're three years old now. This month, it's three years since we ran our first Circle Networks event. So it seemed like the right time, I know, seemed like the right time to, to put on a big in-person event. Mm-hmm. And over the last couple of years, I think as we've come out of COVID and come out of lockdown, it's very easy to forget what we went through. But we went through that period of isolation. Now, I love working from home. I absolutely love it. Ten years ago when I left corporate life, the first thing I did was get an office. Yeah. And now... I realized that I don't need an office and my business has grown dramatically since I've gone online and gone from being hyper local where people used to used to be clients were within 30, 40, 50 minute drive of my office. to now they're right across the UK, but even international. So I wanted to put something on because I've loved, I've loved the online nature of the business, the time that I saved from that. 
um, not having to travel places, yeah. I get a lot more done in a day and I'm a lot less tired, I'm a lot more productive. Yeah. When I think back to my corporate career, I never used to travel places. I would drive to the office, but everyone would come to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I don't mean that in a big-headed way. We were the company in head office. People yeah. would drive to us. So I was very efficient with my time. Mm. Um, and I, the same applies now. What I do for face-to-face -face stuff, I batch it. So right. I wanted to put, so whilst we network online, I wanted to put everybody in the same place yeah. at a big event so that you don't have to go to lots of lots of smaller events, come to one big one where you can meet all these people. So yeah. I wanted to put something different. So as we came out of COVID, I went to some conferences and we've had this conversation. I was a bit nervous about going to them. And bearing in mind that I run a networking business and I coach people on networking, I went to one yeah. early last year and I was dead shy and nervous. That's um, interesting, isn't it? I would yeah. never, ever have said that about you. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and, and, and I met a guy, I think you've met Mike Besant. And yes. So I arrived at this event. He was the first person that spoke to me. Not, not that I spoke to him. I went and got a coffee. I went and stood over at the side. I remember we were in the, the Hilton down in London. Um, and he came over and spoke to me. He said, don't stand on your own. Come and chat with us. And then that's, that's how we met yeah, yeah. And then, and then I relaxed from that point. Um, but it was the first big event that I'd been to since mm. lockdown. And I think there's an element of nerves. Um, I remember procrastinating over booking for it. Really? And, and what do you my, think was, was your sort of trepidation around booking it? Um, there was a few things. It was in London. Mm. I'm not big on going to London. Um, I had to stay over. It meant three days because it was a two-day event. Um, so it was a big time and money investment. And my other half, Lou, said to me, well, keep coach people on doing this stuff all the time. Take a dose of your own medicine. Right. <laughs> so, but you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, when she put it like that. Yeah. And, and what did I get from it? So there were some speakers. There were some speakers that I wanted to see. Mm. There were people that I'd never heard of. And there were some that I thought that I knew that I didn't like. Right. Interesting. The ones that I'd heard of that I wanted to see, I got nothing from. Big names. Yeah. I read the books. I got no. I got less value from their talk than I did from reading their book. Really? That's disappointing, isn't it? It, it yeah, it is. But it was a realization. No, don't get me wrong. I've I've heard some big name speakers, but I think maybe my approach to it is, I've read their books and listened to their podcasts. Maybe I know too much sometimes. Mm. But I didn't get a, a good example. The one I went to recently, Joe Wicks was speaking. Yeah. And it was just a Q&A. He's not a public speaker. So it was nice listening to him. But you really had to think about what you could learn from him. He didn't right. make it easy to go, do you know what? There was five things that I did. Yes, actionable takeaways from what he yeah. was talking about. Yeah. It yeah. was just a nice chat. Um, but the... The thing that I got from it was listening to people that I wouldn't normally listen to gave me new ideas. And there were some people, when I heard them on stage, I went, oh my God, that's amazing what they're doing. If they can do it, I that's can do it. Yeah. And I went away. And I think I went away from that conference and I was totting it up yesterday as I was walking the dogs. I think I've made £22,000 on the ideas. Really? I went away and implemented from that event. That's interesting. I'm all about ROI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but, but it was on a Thursday, Friday. The weekend got in the way. Now, I did 
carve out a bit of time over the weekend to think about, right, what notes did I take? What am I going to do while it was still fresh in my mind? Yeah. And uh, after my third event, I've been to three of those conferences. I realized that most of the speakers were on stage with a pitch. Yeah. So, hi, I'm going to share with you some useful stuff. By the way, I'm promoting this new thing. If you scan this QR code, you can buy my latest thing, and it's yeah. on offer now, and, and, and you felt under a bit of pressure. And, and you can have 30% of the thing now, and then you have to pay the, you know, yeah. You have to pay to access or to unlock the other the other part that's actually quite fundamental to this bit. Yeah. You know. Um, so I wanted to do some. So I had this idea. It's been bubbling away in it for a few years. I want mm -hmm. I wanted to do something. It is going to be mega John. Um, I wanted to do something that was different. So it's on a Monday. So it's on a Monday so that you can put some time in your diary for the rest of the week to take action on the stuff that you've thought of, review your notes, yeah. and get to work on it while it's fresh in the mind. Um, none of the speakers are pitching. Yeah, they're not loud, are they? You're like, that's not what you're here for. You're here exactly. to add value and that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they're coming with the intention of giving. Yeah. You know, and, and it's based on, you know, this is the book that I tell everybody to read The Go-Giver. Okay. Who's it by? Bob Berg. Um, so the more that you can help other people, yeah, the, the more that they're likely to want to help you back in some way. So none of the speakers are pitching. We've got networking built into the event. We've got networking before and after the event, so online beforehand. And I don't know about you, my idea was that you can meet some people before, and bearing in mind it's two weeks away now, so there's mm -hmm. there's an opportunity to start to get to know people, but we're running networking events right until Christmas for the attendees so that you meet people at the conference. I don't know if you've ever done this, Catherine. You go to a conference, you meet somebody, oh, yeah, we must um, we must connect, we'll follow up. Then you never do. You never do, yeah. I've actually, since we've connected, I've been so much better at doing that follow-up, and it does make such a difference, you know, it, it's, it is the difference between solidifying a relationship and not really, you know, it's all very well going to a networking thing, you know, once a month or once a week or whatever. But actually, if you don't then have that one-to-one -one proper conversation and look, start to learn about somebody, why would they ever really refer anyone to you? And why would you then refer someone to them? Because you don't really know them either. No. And, you know, your uh, friend Gareth, I just yep. saw a post that he'd done this morning talking about networking. And he was like, I heard this thing about Rather than asking someone what they do and what their job title is, mm. ask some other questions to get to know the person. And that's yeah. the foundation of Circle Networks, yeah. um, that it's about building relationships. Yeah. So so there's some networking time built into the day. Yeah. Um, the whole thing's live streamed. So for the people that don't want to come and do it in person, they can watch it wherever they are. Yep. And it's recorded. So everybody gets access to the recording afterwards. Amazing. Um, and then... I've included in it some training, so I, I help people improve their networks and, and improve their networking skills. And I yeah. did a poll I did a poll last week, and I asked people, what's their number one source of new business? And the options were social media, and 14% of people put social media. Going to networking events, 42%. Wow. And 45%, I thought the numbers are, are, are something like that, 45% from my network 
partners really? that's interesting. from my referral network zero from email marketing really so i think for me i i use email marketing we're going off topic a little bit but i use email marketing to kind of remind people i'm here so people i've already interacted with so they're not kind of like fresh new it's isn't it? yeah exactly yeah so that's interesting and actually i think i voted on that poll and i voted social media but for me it's it's a bit of all of those three but really social media is almost the start of all of that or has been yeah. for me all of my business relationships pretty much since i started the business two years ago have come from social media in some way shape or form that have then you know solidified off that the platform but ultimately have come from there. So I voted social media, but actually that that's part of my network, right? So it does kind of... So, so the reason for mentioning that is if social media only accounts for 14% of people as their number one source of business, that means 86% of people said their new business comes from going to networking events or their referral network. And right. yeah, most people... Most people don't have a strategy for it. It's nuts, isn't it, really? And actually, you know, we, you know, you think just turning up to a networking event and having a chat with a couple of people is is what's going to do it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that box is ticked. Job done. Go back to the office. But actually, it's so much more than that. And I think that's that's the beauty of Circle Networks and this event is actually understanding how to network, how to how to do it properly. You know, what understanding the importance of of maintaining contact with somebody and really getting to know them and not just rocking up once expecting to get loads of business and when you don't leaving you know all that sort of thing but you've got a sales and network accelerator kind of add-on to this haven't you that's completely yeah. free that's what 1200 pounds normally if they pay for so it's a standalone course which has 1200 pound yeah. it's a six-week online training for people um I wanted to help everybody improve their networking as part mm -hmm. of this. So the conference isn't really a one day event. Yeah. It's, it's a package. So there's a training. Some people have bought their ticket knowing that they're not going to be there on the day. Mm. Um, they're either going to watch it back on the recording or they're going to watch the live stream. But the training that they've sat has helped them already to win thousands of pounds worth of business yeah. before they've got there. So there's people, awesome. there's people that have actually done that, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. So the ticket prices are 300 pounds. Um, there's only one, oh, there's only one type of ticket. There's no, um, there's no VIP tickets. There's no um, access all areas pass. Everyone's equal. So there's no. Oh, I wish I, I wish I could have afforded to buy that better one. Yeah. You get better seats. Um, yeah. They get teas and coffees. Everything's included. Yeah. Snacks, drinks, lunch, everything. Everyone's equal. Um, I I took part in a virtual conference a few months ago just to experience a virtual ticket mm. and I was watching and they were all sat almost like in a theater with tiny little seats like this taking notes on their lap. We've got round tables with yeah. pretty room people. Um, and well, we've even got a, a quiet room because for some people it can be a bit of sensory overload. Yes, loud. Not, yeah. Yeah, if you've not been to one of these, so we've got a room where we're going to stream it to. So if you need to take a break, just go and watch it in there. Yeah. Um, but you don't miss out on any of the content, basically. Yeah. I love that. That's that was one of the things for me that I really, really like. Because I think so many of these things people are put off from attending because they think, oh, I just can't handle the idea of being in a massive conference room all day with lots of people I don't really know. You know, the music's probably going to be loud. The speakers are probably going to be quite loud. You know, I'm going to be 
processing all of this new information that I'm being given, you know, to actually then have another option. It's just brilliant. Um, and I'm just I'm just working on the last couple of bits now. Um, we had this idea, so we did a bit of a meetup down in Somerset a few months mm. ago, and Dave James was there, and Dave's a bit of a hugger. Right. So, but not everybody is. Yeah. So I think it was Gillian that had the idea that we should have slightly something that says I'm a hugger or not, not like a badge. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So they, um, it's a bit like. Um, you get like different lanyards right and it's you know i i don't know you might be telling someone that you're happy to yeah. shake hands you know pre post covid there was that whole like i'm happy yeah. to shake hands i'm not yeah elbows and all that kind of thing yeah gosh that's a different distant memory isn't it? it is like it was only last year yeah. <laughs> last year so, so there's a few so i've thought about some of the little details and the other thing is this is the first one it's an annual event so every right. september this is happening amazing um i may as well share it now because it's coming out so for everyone that buys the ticket they get special offer to buy the tickets for next year's event nice half price <gasps> i mean that's a no-brainer to be fair yeah amazing so let's talk about the speakers because i think that's really important what was what Let's just start with when you were choosing these people, when you approached them and said, I'd love for you to do a talk at Circle Networks Live, what was your rationale behind the choices that you made? What was the most important thing for you in terms of the choices? So I think that I've got a very good... Sounds a bit big, I did that. I think that I've got a reasonably good finger on the pulse for how people are feeling and what they need at a certain time. Yeah. So in the past, I used to run... January, June, and September conferences. Mm. And that's the rhythm of the year. So January is all about um, getting over Christmas, new start, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. September, September, the kids are about to go back to school. Summer holidays out of the way. It's the big push now for Christmas. Yeah. But I think as we've gone through this year, a lot of people have felt massive overwhelm as well. Mm. Mm. Uh, we're, we're working harder than we ever have done. Yeah. We're driving around, there's more cars on the road, traffic's worse, it's mm. more and everything has gone up in price. Yeah. And the weather's been terrible. So more people have gone abroad this year than ever before. Yeah. So there's a lot of expense. Um, and I, I wanted, so if you think about what do people want, I wanted some people that were going to help people with their entrepreneurs' mental health. So how, how to cope, to skill back to business, that's it, exactly, Rick. Um how to how some tools to take away to make each day better as an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. So that's Dave James. Um I know from my own experience that as I've gone through life, certain things have happened to me and I've had I've not had a toolkit to improve the way that I think about money. Right. So I've got Liz Hancock talking about money mindset. She's a money yeah. mindset. Well, that's a big blocker, isn't it, for lots of business owners? And actually, you don't necessarily realise you've got money mindset blocks until you own a business. And then you suddenly hit a ceiling and you're like, why can I not break through that ceiling? Or why have I got such kind of negative feelings or thoughts about my value in terms of, you know, on a on a pound basis or whatever? You know, you don't even realise that those are things that are holding you back until you own a business. But there's so or, many, it's so or, exposing, isn't it? Yeah. Or yeah. until you hear it from somebody else and they mm. tell it in a different way. So I wanted speakers that people perhaps hadn't heard of 
that we're going to challenge them in some way. Yeah. Um, because I think that quite often for me, it's the people that, well, I didn't, I've never heard of you before, but actually that's really interesting. I never would have come to hear you, but that's really yeah. interesting. So yeah. Rick Courtney that's commented, um, great guy for social media. Yeah. So much yeah, he's I don't know if you've ever seen him actually speak live at an event, but I did, I think it must be probably about six months into business, and he did the five fundamentals of social media marketing, I think it was. And I was literally gripped. I was like, this guy is such a great speaker. He clearly knows what he's talking about. And he was, yeah, just brilliant, brilliant speaker. So I'm really excited he's, to see Rick. He's you're the reason that I know Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I saw him on one of your lives. Saw him on one of your lives. So, so Rick's going to be sharing some key takeaways that people. And this is the thing for me: it's sitting in, sitting in. I want people to sit in the audience and work on their business for a day. Yeah. So take a day out. Tell everyone that you're going to be out, and give it your full attention. And sit and think about right. If I manage a team, I'm going to learn some stuff that's going to help me help them. You know, even if you don't do social media yourself and you manage a team of people, Rick's going to help you with knowing what they should be doing and perhaps set your mind at rest that they're doing the right stuff sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we don't know, we, we don't know. So, yeah. so Rick's got some great stuff to share on that. I'm really looking forward to that. I've got Zoe Roddis talking about marketing and she's, uh, I love to, it's almost like she works in marketing. She wrote this. Um, so we will share the four most important things a business owner needs to know about marketing right now. The three most useful marketing tactics for a small business owner, two top planning tips to get the results that you want, and one thing that you have to do to guarantee success. If I, if I was good enough, I could do that four, three, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> do it quick yeah. enough, no one will notice. <laughs> um, and it, so the bit for me is, Sorry, I don't have an answer. Alexa, stop. Right. <laughs> it's, it's distilling this down. And because it's all recorded, you're going to be able to come back to it afterwards. Yeah, I think that's the good thing as well, isn't it? It's like actually sometimes there's so much information thrown at you that you almost go back to your notes and think, wait, hang on a second, what was that? And to be able yeah. to just keep revisiting it you know, forever, realistically. That's, that's what I want. I want yeah. real value for people. Then I've got Elliot Kay. Um, Elliot is a, a speaker coach for business people. Right. So not necessarily for people that want to be a professional public speaker, but for business people like you or I, mm -hmm. and he's doing something brand new. And I, I said to him, what, what if we did something like this? So he's doing the five essential types of talk every business owner must master. Okay. Because if you think about it, we all have to speak at some point. Mm. But do you have standard keynotes, presentations, a 10-minute presentation, something like that, that yeah. you can just roll out, yeah. Yes, that are very good, that yeah. get you across, that get you the results that you want. Yeah, yeah. So Elliot's sharing that. Um, I've already mentioned Dave, Dave James. Dave's going to be helping people with the toolkit for a healthy entrepreneur's mindset. That's a big one, I think, at the moment, isn't it, for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people that are struggling with their mental health, you know, teetering on the edge of burnout, potentially. You know, this year for a lot of business owners has been really tough. You know, I think people are being more cautious about this money that they spend. Yeah. You know, and I think 
there's lots of people that are uh, a bit worried, really. And, and Dave, Dave built up a, a podi podiatry business, right. built, built up his practice and sold it. And he shares part of that story and why then he moved into coaching and life coaching and how it how he worked on himself and then the things that he's learned to help other people. So there's some useful takeaways from that. Um, and then I've got Samantha Hill. Right. So Sam is a membership coach. Yeah. Now, not everybody wants to run a membership but maybe they should be. Mm. But whether you're running a membership or not, we all have communities. Yeah. And Sam is very good at helping people build communities around their business, their right. topic, their theme. Interesting. Um, um, so actually for me and my business, obviously I'm launching a membership, but if I wasn't, that would actually, because I'm so valued, you know relationships and community actually even if it was just standalone for Hooper Hyde that would have some relevance because actually you know you want your sort of cheerleaders you know who are cheering you and your business on who would refer people to you yeah. you know without thinking about it you know the value of that even on its own is massive and, Sam, and Sam's done Sam's built a business she had a bricks and mortar shop a few years before right. COVID she built up a wool shop um, and had a community as part of it and mm. then sold it and then moved into memberships and she's worked on some multi-million pound memberships behind the scenes wow. and then 18 months two years ago she came out from behind the scenes from doing other people's stuff to help people and launch her own business wow. doing I love that. yeah love um so she's the kind of hidden secret behind a lot of big names out there um nice. Then I've got a guy, Henry. Oh, I struggle with Henry. I struggle with your surname. I'm just going to call you Henry. Gishbin. Um, Henry had a business. He built up a large multi six figure tree surgery business. Lost it all. Oh, my goodness. Lost it all. And he openly talks about it. He's got a podcast called Fail Forward. Oh, and, yeah. And I think that one of the things in business is where you know the social media thing i'm living my best life on everything's great um and we don't talk about failure and henry's going to be sharing his story and how his network helped him to rebuild his life and his business wow so he bounced back better amazing and i think if you look at a lot of the mega successful entrepreneurs they've all had failures yeah, I think this is it. Actually, it's almost part of the journey, isn't it, of entrepreneurship? I'm kind of hoping I don't actually experience that, to be fair. But it um, might be in different ways. I mean, well, yeah, I, yeah. failure could be losing a big client. And that mm -hmm. was a catalyst for me at one point. I lost a big client and, and I needed to win some work quickly. And, and that's where I went all in on networking. And, right. and that was huge for me. So Henry's sharing, Henry's sharing that. Um, and then I've got... Susanna Hancock. Yeah. Um, so she's a bit of a an enigma in that I think most of us we're not at the point where we're thinking about selling our businesses. Yeah. But if we knew a bit more about how to increase the value of it in the future, yeah. or perhaps an alternative way to to sell it, 
I mean, selling just sounds really complicated. I mean, mm -hmm. you, work in, you work in law, so probably more au fait with acquisitions. I've been involved with acquisitions in the past, yeah. but generally we're just focused on building our business. Yeah, we don't sort of think the, about the long term. You know, yeah. am I? What, what's my plan? Am I going to sell it? Am I just going to wind it down when I'm ready to retire? Like, what does that look like? And why should it be long term? And Susanna said something to me recently. She said, in America, um, where they're a bit of ahead of the game, generally they're leading the way on certain things, and there's like yeah. a lag. Across the UK, there's quite a lot of people that are building up a business, selling it for a quarter of a million, starting their next one. You're like serial entrepreneurs. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. And I was like, not that, not that I've got that in mind right now, but what if? Because we think generally, I've got to build a business, get a million, two million pound for it. It's going to take me 50 years to do it. Yeah. It's so far in the future. I'll think about that tomorrow. And actually, if you're someone who is quite fast paced thinking and does get a bit bored once things have sort of stabilized, it's like, well, I've achieved that. Now what? You know, actually, that's a good way to kind of feel, you know, fulfill that need to be constantly growing and learning and moving forward oh interesting i so I, we've got a range of speakers that people will never have heard of yeah generally. you might have heard of one or two of them they're going to come at you it sounds really bad they're going to share with you <laughs> you will learn this stuff you will learn it yeah <laughs> they've got a range of things that are going to prompt a bit of reflection and thought and give you some new ideas for things that you might not have considered doing mm. that might make life easier that might yeah, help yeah. you get to your goal quicker yeah, and yeah. make life more fun along the way i think the timing's really good as well isn't it because there's always that push like you said earlier to you know kind of coming into the final quarter of the year um, you know, what does that look like for you? What do you want to achieve? Do you need to rethink what you're doing because actually you've hit a bit of a brick wall and, you know, things aren't necessarily working the way that you had hoped? Yeah. You know, I, I'm I, super excited about it. I think it's going to be amazing. It is. Like, I, I, we've got a great lineup. And my part is to to start the day and set the tone for the day to get people thinking about what does it really want? Because So it's yeah. two weeks on Monday, 18th of September. There's 14 weeks 14 weeks until Christmas from that Monday. Wow. It's not um, a lot, is it, really, when you put it like no. that? And, it, and if you think the last two weeks before Christmas, people start slowing down. So there's 12 really good business weeks. Right. 12 really good business weeks. They are the best business weeks of the year. Without a doubt, it's the best time of year for business. The kids are back at school. Everyone should be reasonably refreshed. Everyone's got uh, a Christmas to pay for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, I did some research uh, about six weeks ago asking people how their sales were year on year. I think I did it at the, at the half year point. Yeah, and right. the majority of people were kind of in line with last year. But in real terms, with 10% inflation, they're actually 10% down on last year. Right. Interesting. So I think there's an opportunity now for a big push for the for a short period of time to end the year on a high and set the foundations for next year. Yeah. And that's what this event is all about. Um, and we've got a variety of people. I think I think some so so there's a range of speakers that if you take a just a handful of takeaways away. You can go and use them in your business and get an amazing return. Yeah. The relationships that you're going to make at the event and, and build afterwards, that's 
it's priceless. Yeah. It, it, you know, you meet one person that passes you. So because we're teaching people how to build relationships on referrals. You meet one person that passes you a great introduction. Well, you've it's got to pay for, isn't it? This yeah. is it. Yeah. Like it's it's worth been worthwhile. And, and and I love LinkedIn polls. And I did one recently that asked people, what's the value of an ideal client? The majority, I would say 70% of people, the value of an ideal client was over £10,000. Right. So if they got one good introduction as a result of this event, then what's that? That's that's an amazing amount of matters. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, that's the 33 times return on investment. Right. If you just got one client. I mean, three times would be great. But yeah. 33 times would be literally amazing. And then, then we've got people launching new businesses. Um, we've got Matt's Larson uh, just launched yeah. his new book. We're going to be doing a, an offer on the day on that. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, it's going to be a brilliant event. Everyone's going to be knackered at the end of it. <laughs> um, so, so I would encourage people, what do you need to do to prepare for it? Right, um, yeah. So it's a bit like networking. So if you imagine, right, um, people have booked their tickets for this event. It's two weeks away. It's ages away in, in our heads, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, two weeks isn't. In the in the world of business, it's not, is it? You know, two weeks flies by. So how would, how would I encourage people to prepare? Whether you like business cards or not, I'd recommend you bring business cards. And I'll tell you the reason why. Um, physical stuff hangs around longer. Yeah. Um, we we might not so when I went to that first event in March last year I thought I don't need a business card I've not had them since before lockdown I'm just going to have a QR code on my phone um, yeah. but people didn't have a phone signal people didn't have the phone it was in my bag we were getting a coffee um, even if they scanned my QR code and, and added my details into their phone. They've got to remember my name the next day. Yeah, it sort of goes into the ether, doesn't it? And, you, you know, you're like, oh, who's that guy that I met? Oh, I can't remember. Whereas if you know you've got a card, yes. you can just go and get the card. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I was always a bit anti-business cards until I started doing in-person networking. And I was like, well, I really need to have business cards because everyone else does. Yeah. You know, and it is just... And because not everybody else does either. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Giving them your card... Um, so I'd encourage people to have business cards and hand them out. Don't leave them in your bag. Don't leave them in your wallet, in your jacket. I'm just going to throw mine into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Take one. <laughs> have them and hand them out. So be confident to say, if you've got a card, let me give you yeah. mine. Yeah. Um, I'd encourage people to bring pop-up banners with them. So if you've got one of these, nice. bring it along and put it in the outside of the room, around, around the outside. Yeah. Um, get some branding, drag people over for a selfie in front of it. Yeah, love that. Um, they're not expensive. If you go to something like Instant Print, I think they're 40 quid on a three-day delivery. Yeah. Um, so so that, that's two things. Then think about what you want from the event. So the speaker details are on the website. If you've got circlenetworks.co.uk, there's a Circle Networks Live tab. Um, and think about what, what you want to get. Um, who yeah. do you want to speak to? The speakers are going to be there all day. So it's not like, you know, like a celebrity name comes on stage, does his hour, then disappears. Yeah, might, leaves, yeah. It might be a brief window for photos. The speakers are going to be around all day. So you're going to be able to network with them, pick them, ask their brands, get pictures with them, 
Um, Love it. Yeah, it, it's going to be good. So think about what you want from the day. Um, and then who would you like introductions to? It's a networking event as well. So think about what you want. And I would encourage people to, to have off-path their elevator pitch. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's the second elevator pitch. Yeah. In, in Circle Networks, we are slightly different in that at our online networking events, we don't start with what's your job title. So yeah. most, most networking events you go to, it's, hi, I'm Catherine from Hooper Hyde. I'm a lawyer. And people go, oh, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lawyer already. I don't need to know. And they, that's what the, whether they know. Yeah. I know an accountant, I've got one, I know a coach, I don't need another one. I'd encourage you to have an elevator pitch. So because people will catch you out, they'll, they'll walk, hey, Catherine, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, and you naturally, I'm a lawyer. You know, oh, God, go into mad panic about how to introduce myself that's, you know, interesting, that isn't like going to make people switch off and go to sleep. Yes. Um, and I, you know, if you sit in the train, if, if you're going to book a ticket, drop me a message beforehand. And, and I'll be in touch with everyone beforehand, but nail your elevator pitch. Mm. It's not that hard to do. Practice it. Get people, get your, whoever you live with, to sneak up on you and go, what do you do? So that <laughs> I remember um, two two years ago, I was on a stag do, and we were on the minibus, and someone said to me, what do you do? And I went, oh, I run a networking business. And he went, all right. And then just literally turn around. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I teach this stuff. I never say that normally, but when people catch you out. Yeah. Um, oh, no. So what would you recommend people say in their elevator pitch? Because 60 seconds can, you can get quite a lot in in 60 seconds. Yeah. I mean, bear in mind, you're going to be sat at the table with people. So you're going to have an opportunity. You're going to bump in. You're going to meet some new people. You're going to meet some people that you already have met online. Yeah. But you've got to remind them. So it starts with your know-how. Yeah. So you know how people don't know much about law. You know how they maybe sign contracts without thinking about it. Um, they might wing it a little bit in business. I help them sleep easier at night. Right. I'm yeah. a commercial lawyer. I've got a range of packages, and I speak like a business owner. Oh, you sound like my yeah. kind of work. I'm writing that down. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts with your know-how. You know how business owners have or people have this problem. So think so if you're listening to this, you know how whoever your ideal client is have this problem. Um John was commenting before. So you know how people don't like having their picture taken. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know how people don't business owners don't like having their picture taken, but they want to be more visible and they want more clients. I help them to do that for a, a, a low cost monthly subscription. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. How do you do that? And then you go on and explain a bit more details. You want something that's intriguing enough that someone goes, How do you do that? Yeah. Um, nobody nobody cares what our job title is. No. It's about what we can do for the people that have got the problem that we've Yeah, got. what problem are you solving, basically? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's my simple, it's really simple. You know how job title, industry, whatever the problem is, and then how you solve it. Love it. Love it. Amazing. Um, because people will sneak up on you and go, hi, Catherine, what do you do? And, and our default is I'm a coach, lawyer, photographer, accountant, and, and then we miss that opportunity. Yeah, so I, I still am really bad at this. I still introduce myself as a 
floor for Mona. And it's like, oh, come on, you can do better than that. So I'm good. this is my opportunity on the 18th to not do that. And actually, if anyone's watching and they catch me doing it, they're allowed to tell me off and dob me into Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think what, one of the things I like is people, you know, if you get the chance, buy the go given and read that before you come. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of my basic book that everybody should read. Um, and it explains the fundamentals of connecting with people, helping them. If you're clear on what you would like, so so think about the event. You're coming to this event. What is it you want to achieve by Christmas? So it might, for most people, it might be a monetary goal, a sales goal. Okay, people can't help you with that. But if you know the type of people that you help, so your ideal kind of clients, and you come along saying, well, I'd like some introductions to these people because I fixed this problem. Yeah. It might not be that you know that person, but then you might meet somebody else at that event and goes, oh, I also deal with those ideal kind of clients. Then you could introduce those two people and they could pass some introductions to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, exactly. and, and I think that's the thing. If we make it really clear on how people can help us, then people can help us. Yeah, yeah. Well, you hate the whole, um, I would like to be introduced to anyone, <laughs> everyone, and then it's no one because they don't know who, you know. Yeah. I, I, we hear it all the time, don't we? So, hi, I'm Catherine. I'm a lawyer. I'd like to speak to anyone who needs help with law. Yeah. I don't know anyone that needs help with law. Because generally, it's a private thing, isn't it? They're yeah, people gonna... don't talk about it, typically, yeah. Oh, I need to sue someone because we've fallen out. No one yeah. on social media. Well, people, f people feel like they've done something wrong if they end up in that situation and people don't always want to actually admit that even though they haven't probably done something wrong but yeah so and i i think that we know too many people nowadays mm. I, I was, i've talked about this a lot this year if you go back to the start of social media on average people had 250 connections really 250 from friends family colleagues and people a handful of people that they'd met we had very small networks mm. We've got thousands of people now. Yeah. So when we're networking and someone says, um, oh, I'd like an introduction to anyone who needs this, I've got uh, five and a half thousand connections on LinkedIn. Yeah. It's overwhelming for me to think about that. Yeah. We, what we need to do is to help people to narrow down their connections. So, so from your perspective, you might say, so I'm looking for introductions to fast growth businesses who are in the UK. And you might describe the type of person that you like to deal with and you, you describe that and paint a picture with words so that someone goes, oh, yeah, I know someone just like that. And if you can get it down to just one person, which sounds counterintuitive, if you can if you can do your explanation of what you're looking for so that you help people filter all the people that they know down to one person, the chance of them making that introduction are very high. Yeah. If it's really broad and maybe there's 30 or 40 or 50 people that they could introduce you to, feels like a bit of work that yeah they probably won't bother oh, yeah. i'll do that later when i've got more time yeah exactly i've exactly. never had more time um oh and, then, and that brings me on nicely to the last bit we don't have enough time mm. and there are going to be a lot of people at this event that can save you time yeah marketing people um virtual assistants lawyers um people helping you improve your presenting skills yeah. there's a lot of people that will help people to save time yeah 
And over the last few years, I've put a lot of effort into my systems and processes that save me time. Um, and I think as a business owner, that's the one, and we've had this discussion a lot this year, haven't we? Yeah. Biggest challenge. Yeah. So building that virtual team of people is huge. Yeah. And that's, so that's talking how, about. Sorry, oh, carry on. I was going to say, that's how bigger businesses run. Mm. If you think about when we had a job. It's all about efficiency, had, isn't it, at the end of the day? Yeah. yeah. When, yeah. We, when we had our, the last job that whatever any of us had, we had quite a narrow brief. Mm. So for argument's sake, let's say that I was a graphic designer. I yeah. wouldn't have been doing yeah. any finance stuff. I wouldn't yeah. have been doing any marketing. I wouldn't have been doing admin. And yeah. yet as a business yeah. owner, we have to do everything. Yeah. So if you want to build a good income and have a, I don't want to say a work-life balance because you're either working or you're not, yeah. but have a life that you enjoy, building a team that can help you with this is the way to, to achieve that. And you've got people that help you in your team and you're part yeah. of somebody else's team because you're the lawyer for them. Yeah. Building a team is huge. They don't, yeah. it doesn't have to your fortune it might be that you find a bookkeeper that you spend two hours a month that, that only cost you two hours a month for them to do your bookkeeping yeah it saves you a day because you hate doing that and it takes yeah. your day. And actually they're so much more efficient at it because that's what they do yeah yeah exactly so, yeah. so so just remind me of the date monday the 18th of september um we've Times? tried to cram 8 30 till 5 30 um there's there's some good networking times built into that so 8 30 till 9 is just come along network meet some people get a tea and coffee registration so, all that yeah yeah start at nine um and it finishes at 5 30. i'm there the night before yeah. you'll have to hold me to account on this catherine i am not gonna have more than two or three pints the night before <laughs> it was two it's gone up to two or three <laughs> yeah, um, I, I might I might have shandies the night before. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, because you get more then, yeah. don't you? Less yeah. yeah. So, so uh, it's at Eastside Rooms in Birmingham. Um, yep. Brilliant venue. There's a multi-story hotel attached, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, a loft hotel right next door to it, so you can walk from the hotel into the venue. Multi-story car park just across the road, like sixty less than sixty seconds yep. walk away, yep. um, and it's not well you know the area better for me it's not in the center of birmingham it's just on the periphery of the center of birmingham that's seven minute walk from new street station yeah or if you got the you know uber or a taxi yeah, it's like literally probably four, yeah. four minutes four five minutes yeah um but i want you to come to this with what am i going to get from it yeah having that attitude that right i've made an investment in my business and I was that person for a long time when I started my business. I can do this myself. Mm. I do it myself. I do it on myself. I'll just Google it. I can find out how to do it. Yeah. And you know, when you start building a team, building a network, leveraging other people, learning new skills, everything just speeds up. Yeah. Everything. Exactly. But Richard Branson didn't do it on his own. No, indeed. Can you imagine? Elon Musk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk hasn't built a business to the size that he has yeah. not having an amazing team around him. Exactly, exactly. So if someone was interested in buying a ticket, how do they do that? Really easy. Go to circlenetworks.co.uk. There's a, 
uh, tab on the top that says Circle Networks Live. Got the full details, the speaker lineup, and then there's a, a book now button. And then we get back in touch straight away, tell you about the, the training course that's coming up. So if you're we're running, so the sales and networking accelerator that's included in it, got another one that starts on the 6th of September for six weeks, another one in October and then November. So people can visit every time if they want or dip in and out each of the sessions are recorded um and i'll give you an example brand new startup business sean sean courtney rick's yeah. brother started up a new business um by week four of the last training he'd already signed up seven thousand pounds worth of clients amazing and this was from a, a free training that you have added on to the price of the ticket this isn't something yeah. he's had to pay for on top yeah i Correct. mean He's that ROI for him has been phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot going on for people. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah. I feel a bit more relaxed now than I did Good. at the start of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you just have to kind of remind yourself what you know what was the reason that you decided to do it in the first place, right? And it's yeah. for you. It's all about serving people and helping people to grow. You know, that's that's your mission ultimately. Yeah. I, I love it. I've always I've always enjoyed connecting people mm. and helping people. And now I've got a business that, and I had a conversation with someone the other day. And she said, "Do you enjoy what you do?" I like, absolutely love, love it. Love it. Yeah, you're love really it. good at it as well. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. Well, look, we had penciled in half an hour, and we've done nearly fifty minutes. Wow. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe we'll run over time on the event. But hey ho. Jamie, thank right. you for joining I better, me. I, I hope you watched it has got some value from it. www.circlenetworks.co.uk and then there's a tab that's Circle Networks Live at the top. You can go and buy a ticket. Do it. Don't dilly-dally. There's still tickets available. There's obviously, I'm assuming it's a kind of infinite amount for the virtual ticket as well, isn't it? Like, yes. Yeah. You're not limited in terms of how many online tickets you've got available. No, Amazing. Okay. Thank you very much. And uh, I will see you soon, probably. On stage with me on yeah. the 18th. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Might have to have a shot of brandy before we do it, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> right, you. Catch you later.